Oftentimes, you know, we hear people talk about what we don't have or what they wish we had. So my approach to this is just to help share with people what all is available. When people start to become more engaged, then it just makes everything richer. Here we go. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to our community. We are coming to you live from the I've Decided Studios here in Peoria, Illinois. And this episode is brought to you by I've Decided Media. I've Decided is an organization that is dedicated to help you achieve your personal and professional goals and dreams. And we are so excited to be a part of that and a partner with the Greater Peoria Family YMCA, who actually sponsors this podcast. And the YMCA, which employs both you and I, right? That's One right. of the greatest organizations to, known to mankind, Ooh, yes. I would say. Definitely. But the Greater Peoria Family YMCA, we like to say when you belong to the Y, you belong to something greater. That's Did right. you catch that? Greater Peoria Family YMCA, you belong to something greater. Pretty cool. So, Ryan, why don't you tell everybody about all the great things going on? At the YMCA these days and what we're looking forward to. Yeah, we do have a lot of great things going on. Um, We have our summer memberships are on sale right now. We're excited that our pool is going to open in just a few weeks. How many days? Ooh, I think we're getting close, about 20 right now. Yep. Should have looked at the tote board before we left. I know. Really, really close to to opening that up. We've got some, some other, you know, just awesome things going on. Of course, with the pool, we've got swim lessons. We've got our safety around water program for kids that, you know, we want them to feel safe in or around the water. And these are not, we're not going to teach you how to perfect your, you know, your backstroke here. We're going to teach you how to be safe and uh, teach your children how to be safe around the water. If a friend falls in, what to do, if they fall in, how to float uh, and, and be safe and stay calm there. We've got group exercise classes, aqua fitness classes that are coming up. Uh, of course, we've got just our normal classes inside. You can come shoot hoops, yep. run the track, work out. We've got a new disc golf, nine-hole nine hole disc golf course going in and a bridge going in to link up to new mountain bike and hiking trails that awesome. have been put in uh, over the last year. Yeah, so fantastic. lots going on. So uh, trying to take full advantage of a 57-acre campus within the city limits of Peoria. Not many people know right. that it's there and just how vast it is, but... You know, I'm glad you touched, touched on the safety around water program because I think it's always important to talk a little bit about why the why is so much more than a gym, right? We say mm-hmm. that a lot, and that's one example of why. When you when you're a member of the why, you're a member of these, you're a part of these initiatives, like Ryan described the safety around water program. And, and not to take too much time on this, but we had a really cool partnership that I just want to talk a little bit about with Peoria Public Schools, and it involves that safety around water program. So. As you know, many kids out there are going to be engaged in summer school programming this year, probably more this year than any other year because of the past year's learning um, challenges, right? right. Everybody, or everybody was going through this remote learning thing, and, and, and a lot of kids have kind of fallen back, and we were, they're going to be engaged in summer school trying to get caught up. Well, we've got a partnership with those Peoria Public Schools where those kids that are involved in summer school program out at Charter Oak School, which serves several school area schools, mm-hmm. uh, those kids are going to come to the Y this summer, and they're going to take the Safety Around Water program for free. 
Awesome. Because we've got the funding to support that, and we're going to serve, I think it's a, up to 80 children who are taking summer school through Peoria Public Schools at the Charter Oak site are going to come to the Y and take our Safety Around Water program. That's mm -hmm. just a really cool initiative. It is, and Safety Around Water program is eight different sessions of yep. swim lessons, That's right? right? Yep. Just to make sure that they've got that, that nice yep. uh, kind of foundation when Pretty they're cool. around the water. So when you hear us say that the why is so much more, or you belong to something greater, that's what we're talking about. That's yeah, right. we're a gym, we're a place where you can come work out, you can come hang out with your friends, you can swim in the pool, you can hike and bike and all those things now, but you're also supporting the mission. And the mission is helping everyone, right? Serving yes. all. That's the basis Here of it. for all. And those are the types of things that we do at the Y, and we're so excited to be a partnering with Peoria Public Schools in that way. And I think there's going to be more to that story as it unfolds this summer. But just a little teaser for yeah, later. Yeah, that's great. So let's talk about, Ryan, today's or the, the, this week's weekly winning word for the I've Decided community. It's diligent. We want to dig into diligent and what that means and, and how we can be better at it and how it's going to make us I more successful. I diligently prepared for this. I hope you did because I didn't. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, we're ready. Um, and, and so let's start with defining the word diligent. Okay. And so, you know, Miriam Webster is a brilliant person and they give us a great definition for, okay, I'm ready. for diligent. I'm going to read it to you. Constant in effort to accomplish something, a steady, earnest, and energetic effort, right? Pretty yeah. simple to understand. And, but applying diligence to your lifestyle is much different than just understanding a definition. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and when we were kind of diligently preparing for this, right. you took a really interesting kind of turn with this. And instead of focusing on what it means to be diligent, it was kind of eye-opening to me yeah. to talk about what it means to not be diligent. Yeah, yeah, so let, let, let's go there, right? And this is really interesting, so hold on to your hats out there. This is interesting <laughs> stuff, and this is really an eye-opener for me when I thought about this. So a lot, oftentimes I, I look up the definition, I look at, well, what's the opposite of, right. of this word? And, and this one really struck me as, as, as important. So the antonyms, of diligent are this. I'm going to read a list of words here and then we'll, we'll hopefully it'll drive it home a little bit more for people like it did me. But so here, here's what it says lax, mm. derelict, impatient, neglectful, inattentive, slack, delinquent, remiss, negligent. And I'll just sum up all those words into one word that spoke to me when I was reading that. And it's, you're just plain old lazy. Yeah. Right? If you're not diligent, you're probably struggling with laziness. That's how I took it when I read that. And I thought, man, that's some really nasty things yeah, you to say be, about somebody if you're not diligent. Yeah, you don't want to be any of those. Mm -mm. In, in any, I mean, we probably all are lazy in some sure. aspect those of our lives, our life, for sure. Hopefully, not more than just a few. But you don't want to be a derelict delinquent. Mm -mm. 
No, I don't even want to say that word. It feels naughty to say derelict. <laughs> you know, it, when I was growing up, if I would have said that about one of my brothers, my mom would have probably disciplined me. Mm. Might have been a little soap involved or maybe a wooden spoon. Who knows? But, yeah, it just doesn't feel good. When you think about it, if I'm not diligent, I'm this, Yeah. you know, then that puts a whole new perspective on what the meaning of that word is and the importance it is for us to be a little bit more serious about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Ryan, tell me, you know, where, where, what areas of your life do you think you're more diligent than others or at your best when it comes to applying that word? I think that for me, and we've talked about this before, I, uh, back in November uh, 2020, I had a little bout of COVID and yeah. uh, happy to be past that and, and without any lasting uh, lingering effects. But right. that really made me kind of reevaluate uh, where I was, my own personal health. And um, from that, I I made a decision that I was going to get healthier. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm approaching 40 and wanted to make sure that I was doing things so that I could be healthier and uh, and really, you know, just be around for my family and my kids. And um, so I would say that right now, that's an area of my life where I feel like I'm being the most diligent. Right. I, I've had, and it's it's quite honestly, it's probably the easiest place for me to be most diligent right mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm able to put headphones in and tune everything out, and and just as long as I can remember to get get there and working at the Y certainly helps with uh, getting to the gym because I'm already there but so it's very accessible yeah same question where where would you feel like you have been most diligent you know I think it's probably in my in my marriage right at 20 this is year number 24 all right it's actually like graduation away all right I got some shopping to do, I think. It's already done. It's already done. He's yeah, already got no, you. No, it, it's not. She knows better than that. <laughs> um, but it's May 24th, right? 24 years of marriage, and it and I love my wife dearly. She's my best friend and mm-hmm. has been for longer than 24 years. But it, it's it's a challenge, right? Marriage is a challenge. Um, it's also a great joy, right. obviously. Got to work but, at it. But it's it's not all you know roses and sunshine. There there are challenges that come within that, and I think it takes a diligent attitude, a diligent heart. Um, uh, uh, fortunately for us, we're both um, uh, believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior, and we have a foundation of faith, and and that helps gets us through sure. those low points because we always fall back on that. And there's a, a genuine love, I think that because of that, but. It's, it's when you think about it in totality for the last 25 years, thereabouts, I've been married for a little bit less than 24, but we've been together for longer. Um, that's probably the area that I've had the most success, I would say, obviously. Um, and I'm great. proud of that. Yeah, that's And I look great. forward to another 25 and more yeah, oh, to sure. come, right, if I live that long. God grants me that blessing to live that long, but I'm coming up. On, that's probably it. Yeah, I'm coming up on 17 years, and I, I would say you can't have that amount of success without some diligence yeah. there, right? It, it takes work. Yeah. Hard work and commitment from yeah. both people. 
in order to pull that off. So that would be my answer. Amen. That's great. You know, and you know, on the flip side of of being diligent in areas of our life, there's also areas of our lives where we're not so diligent, right? Yeah. And, and you know, as I was doing some research and preparing for our conversation, it it, it tended to get defined as areas of mediocrity. You know, where we're struggling a little bit and we just tend to settle sure. a little bit and, and kind of accept things for for being kind of as they are. And, and I, I, either I can't be any better at them or I don't necessarily want to be any better of, at them. Sure. It, you know, yeah. it's a personal choice, right? Right. But I think we need to, you know, we really need to understand what, what are the areas of our life that are most important to us. Mm-hmm. And then we need to really dig in those areas and invest and those other things that aren't probably shouldn't be the areas where we spend our time so it's probably okay to settle and yeah or just let them go yeah right and just completely not important yeah forget about it let's focus on the things that are yeah right and really dig into those areas and that's where we're going to probably achieve our most success and find um the most return on investment there you go use a a term that we use a lot in the why right that roi thing um but you know so another thing that i did in preparing for the discussion and and i do this every time that we talk is i always look for that biblical perspective Mm. so i found in my research that the word diligent is used 14 times in the bible okay 14 times now that's not the that's not the most often that a word is used in the Bible, but 14 is quite a bit. That means it's important, I think, that, you know, and and it's referenced over 50 times in some way. Wow. So I found a a verse that I want to share with you that I think kind of helped drive the point home for me as I was preparing, but it comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 5, and this is what it says. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes to poverty hmm. so when i reflect on that verse it says to me that it's a, if you want to be successful you got to be diligent right in how you approach whatever it is in your life that you're trying to be successful at yes because if you don't then right the opposite of abundance is nothing right or little very yes. little so what what does that verse bring to mind for you I would say that I, well, can't disagree with the Almighty, right? Nope. So it, Hope it's not. in there. Yeah. It's in there. And it reminds me of, uh, you know, I think it was Benjamin Franklin that mm. said, uh, God helps those who help themselves. Sure. And, you know, just being aware that there are places in your life that you, you know, where you want abundance your job, mm. your marriage, your health relationships with outside of your marriage or, or your account. partner <laughs> sure your bank <laughs> account uh or just you know relationships with friends mm-hmm. um for me i think that you know some of the places that i definitely seek to improve or regret that i have settled at times is you know relationships with friends mm. you know college buddies we all move to different corners of the sure. country and sure gets more difficult and if I'm not diligent or they aren't diligent then we lose touch with each other and um, so and I would love for there to be an abundance of of uh, you know memories made and things like that with them and certainly uh, I feel like I could do better in my spiritual life and 
Um, so yeah, there are definitely places that are there, and that's a great that verse is a great reminder that it's a heavy reminder, right? right. There's a lot of gravity there. If you're not doing this, right. you can't hope to be successful. Be successful. Yeah, see any, right. see any other rewards there? Right. Absolutely. I think it's really important. I think it's always good to have that that foundation too, at least from from my perspective. You know, when you think about success in life, I think you when you have that that foundation of faith, when you have an alignment with God's will for your life and your understanding of how you're supposed to carry that out, that you're kind of in the sweet spot, right? Yeah. And and yep. part of being diligent for me is to make sure that my my spiritual life, my faith, is in the right spot, yep. right? That I'm spending time in the places where I need to spend it in order to receive that abundance from from God, yep. from Christ, from the Holy Spirit who lives within me and, and helps fill me up that way and right. gives me the encouragement and the direction that I need to know that I'm doing things the right way, yeah. right? So th- let's let's dig into this a little bit and talk about, we've got five five ways that you can approach uh, or that you can apply to your life to help you become more diligent, which is going to help you become more successful. Yeah. Right. And this was shared in the article that went out with um, Kim's weekly winning resource right. for the I've Decided community, and we're pulling it straight from there. And we got some things that we're going to add to it sure. a little bit. So let, let's dig into that. So let's talk about step number one. Step number one. So... Step number one of the five steps to living a more diligent life is to live with a purpose. And I think what we mean by that is you have to set goals. And gotta have a plan. Gotta have a plan. Right. Uh, And well, goals come before a plan because you have to kind of picture where you want to be. And, you know, something can be as easy as setting a goal for the day, for the month. for a year, where do you want to be in five years, right. uh, and and really just uh, setting up those goals because without a goal, <clears throat> without some some kind of direction, you can't even start to begin a plan. And that's I don't I don't want to jump too far ahead if you've got other things to to throw in there. But mm-hmm. our our next step, step number two, goes hand in hand with living with purpose and setting goals, and that is to make a plan, have a plan of action. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it, it's really important and a great place to start, right? Um, taking time to you understand where you want to go, right? Point A, point B, right? It, it's kind of like driving a car, right? Right? You get in a car, you have a purpose, right? Why did you get in the car? Well, I got to go to the grocery store, or I got to go to work, or I got to go to the doctor's office, or we're going on vacation, we're going to Wally World, right? <laughs> yeah. Wherever it is that you're going, you know, you got to plan. You got in there for a purpose. Now you got to figure out the best pathway to get there, right? right. So I kind of liken it to that. So live with a purpose. You got to have a plan of action. And that plan of action um, is really going to define how you're going to get from point A to point B. Right, and it doesn't mean it's always going to go perfect, but at least you've mapped it out for yourself. Of this is where I am today, this is where I want to go, and this is how I need to get there. Yeah, right. That's that's where it all starts. Yep. 
That's that's the foundation of it. And and that is, you know, at at the why we we've said this several, you know, several times over. We say it in meetings, uh, just in business, you plan your work and then you work your plan. And that's, that's step right. number three, and yeah. that's follow through. That's yeah. really you know, we've set our goals, we've gotten our plan put in place, we've kind of prioritized the steps there, and then now we're getting to it. It's where the rubber meets the road. It does. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. This is the, this is the, I think, maybe, I don't know if it's the hardest step. I don't know that I would say it's the most important step, but this is where it all kind of starts to come together, right? Is, is follow through in, in, it is the hardest part. It's the hardest it's part. It's where the work is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you can sit down and, okay, I want to be a doctor. I know I need to go to 24 years of college or <laughs> yeah. something like that, right? It's a joke. But a lot of school, I got to I gotta get into school. I got to study. Right. I got to work hard. I got to get through that. I got to get that certificate. I got to go through all that training. I got to, you know, you know what you got to do. But then you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to insert yourself into the action and make it happen for yourself and you got to follow through and you got to stay committed to it yeah and that's that's hard there and it's it's hard to stay it can be hard to stay motivated it can hard be hard to get started be hard to stay motivated um and you know we came up with some tips for uh you know helping with follow through and uh just briefly again back to you know the the, the big thing here is put god first yep. if you get stuck somewhere pray about it um Here's another big one. Get up early. Get started. You just have to go, right? That's half of this is just start down the path. Um, exercise. Get into a routine. Come to the Y. We open up early. Yeah, you can do. come into the Y, uh, 5 a.m., get started. Eliminate distractions. Turn off the phone. Uh, learn to say no to things that are kind of getting in the way of you following through. And then for me, this is a big one. Uh, value your time. Yeah. If you can Huge. put a value to your time, then you know when a distraction pops up, it's going to be really easy to shut that down. Mm -hmm. uh, if you really, if you really, you know, you don't have to necessarily put a, a dollar figure to it. Certainly, that helps. But um, just realize that we've got a finite time here on planet Earth, and yeah. uh, how yeah. how are we spending it? Yeah, so. and I, you know, we we talked a little bit about it early on, and you mentioned it that that the importance of prayer and, and having that understanding of of God's direction in your life, and that helps with accountability, I think. But I also think that there's it's important to have accountability partners hmm. here in human flesh, yep, so to speak, right? So you gotta we call them at the Y accountability buddies. Right, I know that's not the only place that that term is used, but you need buddies who can help hold you accountable. Right, and they need to understand your vision. They need to understand your goals. They need to understand your plan of action, and then they need to hold, they need to ask you about that. Right, how right. how is that going? Yeah. How, how is it? How, how are you doing with that weight loss goal? How are you doing with that that goal to become a doctor or whatever it is and, and really hold kind of your feet to the fire and make sure that you're staying on your pathway. Yeah. Right. And, and provide good counsel right. to you. I think that that's really important. You need to find people that you can trust that will hold you accountable to that. We all need that. I mean, I have my circle of influence and in, in kind of the Y network of friends that I've 
um, uh, develop, friendships that I've developed over the course of almost 25 years of a YMCA career that I can call on and say, hey, I'm struggling with mm-hmm. this area. Or they may just call me and say, hey, how you doing? Right. Right. How is that project going that you told me about last year when we were in Florida yep. at the conference or whatever? And I think that that's really, really important is to have that circle of influence around you that can help guide you, direct sure. you, and provide some support. And in a lot of cases, um, have experienced some of the things that you're going through that can help help you work through some of those struggles. Because those struggles are going to come, right? Yep. They're always going to be there. Yeah, definitely. And that's a really nice segue into step number four. Yeah. So if you've got somebody helping you stay accountable, uh, you need to stay accountable to yourself too, right? right? And right. step four is track your progress. Mm. And whether you're doing that with by keeping a planner that helps you to you know keep track of things, just figuring out a way. Maybe it's a list. Yep. We're we're list guys. Uh, we've talked about that before. Yep. Uh, check boxes, marking things out. Um, just you know, setting up the list and knocking it down, and and trying to stay focused here, right? Um, so. That's that's a really big thing to be able to go back and say once you've once you've accomplished something to go back and take the time to reflect appreciate right. how far you've come right track your progress yeah it, it's it's been said often and by many wise people that you know if you want to accomplish something you gotta you gotta measure it right you gotta mm. track it yeah and so what gets measured gets done. And, and that's how, kind of how we approach our work, um, and, and it, there's a lot of truth to that. If it's if it's a goal and it's being measured on a regular basis, the chances are that it's going to get accomplished just because of that process of measurement and checking in and Absolutely. making sure that it's being done. So I think it's a critical component of tracking your progress. And I think it's also important, and you touched on it, is, is as you accomplish – some of those smaller goals towards the bigger goal. You got to take time to celebrate and reflect on that, and, and understand that 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 that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's one thing to cross it off a list, and have that sense of accomplishment. But some of the bigger items, you need to take some time to celebrate it. Yeah, those milestones yeah. that you've set for, you know, maybe not the thirty-day goal, maybe, but certainly the six-month or the mm-hmm. year goal, or yeah. you know, those big. The big blocks in, in yeah. along the way, and I hope that I think that helps provide um, a kind of refreshment, so to speak. Yeah, it helps provide encouragement, uh, motivation to continue on. Sure, right. You can't just continue to trudge and trudge and trudge and trudge, and, and climb the mountain all the time. You got to take some time to pause, reflect, celebrate, rest mm-hmm. a little bit, so that you can have the energy that you need to continue on. Definitely, right? I think that's good. And then the last step is about affirmation, right? Affirmation. Positive affirmation. And, and, you know, doing that for yourself is extremely important, right? Right. Because, you know, some of the worst things that we can do to ourselves is is tell ourselves we can't do something or that we've failed or beat ourselves up about that. We, We have to positively affirm ourselves. We know that the power of the spoken word is is super important right and we know that it, it it has a ton of impact on how we behave and we have to we have to make sure that we're talking to ourselves in the right frame of mind right and that's 
points out the value of step number four in right. tracking your, your your progress because you can look back and say, okay, even though you know mm -hmm. we're getting down on ourselves, we're hard on ourselves, it's like, oh, I can't do that. But you can look back and say, look at look at everything I did do, though. That's right. Um, That's right. So, and hand in hand with believing in yourself, uh, it's important to surround yourself with mm -hmm. people that also believe in you. That's right. Uh, it's, you know, it's easier right. to believe in yourself when everybody else around you right. believes in you too. And I, that's a chicken or egg kind of argument, but um, surrounding yourself with the right kind of people is uh, is a big key to this. And critical. If you think about it, between I've decided and the YMCA, we've got a bunch of people that are ready to. If you're if you're seeking some affirmation, I've decided and the YMCA, we're here for you. We want to see you succeed. Yeah, yeah. The success partners that I've decided has are available to engage, and we have the, we have people at the Y that can help you on your health and wellness journey. That right. can provide some support and encouragement as well. And I think it's really important, you know. Surrounding yourself with a support system that's going to help encourage you and, and guide you and, and boost you up when you need it most. And, and you're right, when you track your progress, you always have that window to look back upon of the success that's taken place to get you where you are. And it's really neat to do that when you are struggling, right? Because it's easy to get down on yourself because I failed at this or this didn't work out the way that I wanted it. But you can go back and look at, well, look how far I've come though. I can do this. I can use that as motivation to kind of get over the hump. Right. And that positive affirmation is such an important thing, not only from an internal perspective and a personal perspective, but to have those those cheerleaders in your life and say, you got this. Definitely. And, and we're here to support you. Yep. It's really, really important. So as we kind of close it up today, and hopefully this was helpful, for many of you out there, and I know it's always helpful for me to sit and talk with you, Ryan, about this, and I appreciate the time that we have to do this. Me too. Um, but the five ways to help us become more diligent start off with living with a purpose, right? Set some goals. Set some goals. Have a plan of action. Take some time to understand what it is that's going to get you from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Number three, then dig into that plan follow through follow through right and, and you may have to reset along the way but follow through uh, fourth track your progress and the fifth make sure that you're positively affirming yourself and that you're circling yourself circling yourself with people who will do that for you as well that's right so ryan thanks thank you for joining me again this week yep being a part of the our community podcast um, brought to you by I've Decided, sponsored by the Greater Peoria Family YMCA. Um, look forward to coming back, joining you again next month. And I don't know what we're going to talk about next month, but I'm sure it'll be something great. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Have a great day.